welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast. My name is Beck, And I'm Bonnie. On our podcast, we are chatting about all things health, fitness, lifestyle and mindset. We are here to inspire, motivate and help you to flourish into the unapologetic life you deserve. Welcome to episode seven. Yes, so this episode we are chatting about um, social media and how it affects you and your everyday life, mindset, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So we may as well jump straight into it. Uh, So at the moment, we can all relate with what's happening in the media and what's happening um, all around the world with the coronavirus and how I guess the media has implemented fear within everyone yeah literally like it's such a craze at the moment and I was saying to Bonnie that I personally feel so scattered about it not that um like it's affecting me personally like in the real world but just looking on social media and having it out there all the time it's just made me feel so scattered and unsure at the moment on what to do yeah and often I find when I am just going on my phone it's like different broadcasting of it like different uh shows and things talking about things like often like so repetitive yeah yeah and it's really hard to digest yeah it is it is really hard and especially being something that no one has experienced before it's really hard to listen to advice that people are giving out as well because it's like well no one knows what they're doing honestly no one knows what they are doing so you kind of just have to find your own feet and find what works for you as well which is something body and I both uh emphasize a lot is finding what works for you (laughs) but um it's literally like this is a big example of it because yeah no one honestly knows what they're doing yeah and so pretty much how social media has influenced everyone is like I said before implementing fear Um, and I think this has just changed everyone's view and opinions of the whole virus situation yeah Um, and we pretty much just want to delve not into that in particular but how just more on a larger scale larger scale but just I guess less specific to the coronavirus, we just do want to jump in to how the media controls you and your daily life. Yeah. And how you live. Yeah. And that social media is like obviously probably the biggest form of how media controls it because everyone's on it and everyone scrolls through that every day. Um, But it's also the news as well and how the news manipulates people's views and thoughts on things as well yeah and yet like perfect example is what's going on now um if you see all the emotive language surrounding the virus if you actually listen to what they're saying it's actually not doesn't seem they don't have much information to offer at all but the emotive language surrounding it and also the background music i was saying to beck it's like when you well, are watching Jaws. Yeah. And the music's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then you're just looking around and the, the water's murky. You can't see a shark, but you're looking around and you're like, 
oh my god oh my god yeah <laughs> and it's literally just the way it's making you feel you're not you haven't actually been in touch with the coronavirus or hopefully you haven't and same with like jaws you haven't actually seen the shark the shark hasn't actually eaten you yet yeah you're just really really panicked and worried and it's literally just the way it's making you feel nothing actually has happened yeah um in our case anyway yeah that is obviously it is a worldwide virus that has affected many people but in our situation we're very fortunate that it hasn't and I feel like a lot of people in Australia hopefully um that are listening anyway it hopefully hasn't affected you either yeah 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 exactly and um it's not to say either not to listen to the advice as well that has been giving out especially from the government and the who and all that definitely take that in consideration because they know best but it's just it's literally just the way we're talking about the way that it makes us feel I guess because of the way that social media makes us perceive it yeah that's like kind of what we're talking about yeah exactly just to make that clear (laughs) so uh going into a bit of a more focused into social media and like the different platforms like uh, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing, Snapchat, people use regularly. Uh, For example, um, when you look at someone's post and you straight away have a negative emotion towards that, we're sort of more talking about how social media affects the way you think about someone that you probably don't even know yeah and how that mindset and how that outlook of that person has straight away changed purely because of what you've seen on social media yep yeah yeah so um as well adding on to that it's also seeing something on social media not necessarily was their intention to do it but for example if you see someone and you automatically feel jealous and stuff like that it's that affects your mindset and your view on yourself as well and that's also can be classed as like a negative emotion because like you obviously feel bad about yourself it's a more comparison all that kind of jazz as well and yeah like I said it's not that they're intentionally doing that it could just be something that it makes you feel like a way that it makes you feel yeah and if you peel the layers back from that often if you do feel a negative emotion towards someone's post obviously completely different if they're like coming at you but (laughs) yeah but if it's just in general, they've posted a photo and you're like, oh my God, like you feel jealous, envious or whatever, you'd be surprised if you actually stop and just think why you feel like this. Most of the time it actually reflects back on you, not them. Yeah. So you'll be like, oh, the reason that I don't like Beck's post is because she is really fit and I'm not fit yeah so therefore that actually makes me feel really self-conscious yeah and it doesn't have anything to do with Beck being Mm. fit it's actually the fact that you're you lack that yeah and it's kind of like an underlying goal or something that you want to achieve eventually so for example if you have that like if you delve down into yourself and be like well she's really fit and I'm not and if you feel that negative emotion towards it it's kind of an indicator to 
reevaluate your goals and like, whoa, I really want to be fit too, mm. kind of thing. If you could, if that makes sense, does yeah. that make sense? And it's sort of that then leaks if you don't address that that then leaks into everyday life so all of a sudden you know one of your friends might go oh my god did you see beck's page she looks amazing and straight away you're gonna have this negative emotion attached to that post or beck and it's actually nothing to do with her like i said before it's to do with you but straight away you then maybe say oh i don't like her and it's like oh why And you won't have any explanation because you're not going to tell your friends that the reason you don't like her is because she has something you don't. Yeah, because you're jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I just feel like that then negative emotions and outlook then leaks into everyday life and it almost comes uncontrollable. Like it, it then goes from one thing and then all of a sudden you see another person or you see another thing that also brings out that... Uh, negative energy yeah and all of a sudden you're just this toxic person like we'd spoken about in previous episodes yeah and it's not something that people want to be around yeah yeah I think it's really important that the way social media makes you feel you need to address that within yourself and be aware like one of Beck's goals a little while ago was to be present with her thoughts and how she was feeling. Yeah. And that doing that can just help you be understand why you're not liking that post or understand why or how you might be liking yeah. something. It makes you understand you and the way that your thoughts work and it kind of it adds control into your life and it adds control into the way that you feel because um not that you need to control it either, but it kind of makes you understand that negative emotions aren't actually a bad thing and it's more of an indicator of what you need to change in your life and what you need to maybe um, implement into your life and stuff like that as well yep. to reduce, obviously, those negative emotions but also create a better you. Yeah, exactly. And I think a perfect thing that Beck just said then was take back control. Yeah. Take back control. Don't let the media control the way you feel yeah and I feel like that the media and the things that you see literally puts things into your head without you actually noticing so it's being present and stuff also really helps with reading what social media thinks and evaluating it and really thinking about it before you just kind of chuck it in your head if you get what I mean yeah yeah like it's really controlling what you want to take up from that what you don't want to pick up from that information and create your own view because you don't want to just take what's there and believe it you really want to think about it it's like critical thinking you really want to evaluate what you want to take out of it yeah yeah exactly which sort of relates to exactly what is going on now in the media instead of just digesting every bit of information and saying, yep, that's true, yep, and pulling it from all these different sources that aren't actually accredible, they're not the WHO, they're not our government, um, the, and all these sites and things are giving you all this advice and giving you the, all this information that is controlling you. Yeah. So you really need to take that back yep. and evaluate what is important and what is essential. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to note. Um, 
because that will then affect how you live and hopefully it's in a more positive way ideally anyway yeah and it's really questioning what you see as well so back to like the virus and what's happening as well question the information you're like seeing it's like okay how did you get that um where was like where's this source from for example if you're seeing a post and it's like okay where is this information even coming from um but it's also the same as when you see for example like i'm just going to use fitness posts and stuff like that as an example because it's what what we are related to and all that kind of stuff as well um but it's like seeing what they post and understanding why they're giving that information out and questioning okay but where's your knowledge coming from and just little things like that as well it kind of just helps take that control back and get what you want out of that post instead of just being having information thrown around yeah exactly and I think that also comes into play when looking at I'll relate it back to Beck's post I don't know what it is but you know what I mean just you know I think people have improved with being more real and honest on social media but really understanding that Beck's post is her highlight real as in she's not going to post a photo of her looking bloated or her looking not her best so really understanding that okay Beck's providing me this information or this photo that she does look really fit in and that makes me feel shit about myself (laughs) but understanding that she doesn't always look like that but why why would she share that? Why yeah. would she share the times when she doesn't feel as good? And I, there are people that do, and I really respect those people. Yep. But it's also okay to not share those those parts because no one wants to share a photo of their rolls on their stomach or anything like that. Everyone has them, but yeah. it's just not ideal. What's the point of it? Yeah. And it's almost feeding back into those people that are self-conscious and saying, oh, but I have rolls too. It's like, yeah. But the difference between it is that you are working hard and they're not and they're just trying to seek that validation. Yeah. And approval when they're not doing the work. I think, yeah, it's a bit tricky that. Yeah, it is very tricky and it all comes down to just personal values and stuff as well. Like, for example, we both really value our health and fitness. Others might really value the hustle of creating their own business, their career, um, study, anything like that. Because of course, when you have something that you prioritize, you're going to be really good at that priority. Mm. So for example, at the moment, my study and stuff is probably really going to sacrifice my fitness, but it doesn't matter because your priorities are constantly changing as well. Mm. But like I said, it all goes back down to your values and stuff. If you need to put something higher than your fitness or something like that it's okay at that time and that relates back to how social media does affect you because like beck had just mentioned everyone has different values so beck's and myself value fitness and health if you don't value that you can't expect to get those the all the benefits that come with it same with us we don't you know if we're not putting our career and our business and things first, we can't expect to make a heap of money. Whereas for you, you might be making a heap of money because you actually prioritise that. Yeah. And you make that, you know, that's important to you. Yeah. However, this is when the social media comes back in 
because it almost tells you what you should be valuing and yeah. what you should be finding important. Yeah. When it's actually just very personalized to you. And then all of a sudden you think, oh my God, I should be valuing my health and fitness, but I don't. Yeah. And therefore all the people that do value their health and fitness, you then all of a sudden don't like. Yeah, exactly. And that also comes down to filtering out who you follow and who you want to see on social media as well. So for example, if you don't, if you have these negative emotions um, towards fitness people because you think, well, they look so good, I don't really look like that at the moment, um, like for an aesthetic kind of um, example at the moment it's kind of like, well, okay, cool, unfollow them for a little while and follow the people who you can relate your values to at that moment. So if it was career-focused, follow all the people that have such good careers, good motivating quotes for hustling and all that kind of stuff until, like, I guess you don't really need to at the moment. So just alter your goals to who you follow and stuff as well and your values because that can really help create those positive emotions towards what you want to achieve. Like I said, you can just unfollow those fitness people for the moment because those values can change. And once you feel good about yourself and you um, kind of work on, like, say, example, if you need to work on your self-care, well, then you can go back and follow those fitness people because those negative emotions will no longer affect you. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think another thing to note as well is... There's so many people on social media, like the whole world. Oh, yeah. So surely there's got to be at least one person that really wants to get their business underway, but then is maybe lacking the health and fitness side. So they might be sharing a little bit of both. Yeah. Like, oh, I couldn't get to the gym today. Um, not beating myself up about it, though. And, But I did my business stuff really well. Yeah. And then follow those types of people that are a little bit of both. Yeah. And then that will help you to get those, that control back again and get those positive emotions flowing rather than the negative ones. Finding people that relate to you and that you can aspire to be that don't cause those jealous and those envious emotions. Yeah. Because they're not nice. Yeah. They're not nice emotions. But everyone does experience them at some point. And it's more about being aware of them and being conscious that you're having them rather than just saying, oh, I don't like Beck. It's like, well, it's not a very good excuse to not like her. Yeah. Um, and that kind of does show, like I said before, what you need to work on. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I reckon we should go into our... Weekly Goals with Bon and Beck. How'd you go last week, Beck? All right. So my goals for last week were the first one was to control and be presence, presence, be present with my thoughts, uh, going into like uni, like my first week and all that, just to settle down like those crazy emotions that I sometimes feel. And that kind of went really well. I, the first week of uni did go pretty well. It was kind of scary, but like I, I was out there, I was had, I had fun and yeah, I didn't really, obviously I felt anxiety because I was like nervous and whatnot, but I felt like I controlled them pretty well. Oh, good. Mm. Um, my second one was to complete my do, to-do list and 
create a new one. Um, I've got everything that I needed to get done. Um, I'm still in the middle of creating my new to-do list though, but I do have a few things on there at the moment, which is pretty good. Yeah. So happy with that too. And last one was chat more on my Instagram story. Which you did. Yeah, I did. I feel like I could do, be better though. I could do a little bit more. Yeah. But in saying that as well, I, <laughs> I always feel like I annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> which I know I know I shouldn't but I'm just gonna be a little bit real I do I feel like I annoy people I actually think what you posted was really good I found that it was it was nice and short and sweet but it wasn't to the point where I was just skipping through it like yeah. I actually listened to what you had to say rather than being like oh she's got 10 stories up skip 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 yeah I actually listened to it. oh I, thanks I felt like it was a good amount but yeah you could probably do a bit more I wasn't I wasn't annoyed of you yet okay <laughs> yet awesome sweet how did your last week's one go uh so I had to organize all my showcase routines for all my girls that I teach at Physipol. uh so I actually did all of it and I was so proud of myself and I actually did it I went over to see my nan and pop and I did it in their lounge room, just like organized all the routines, wrote out all the tricks I had to do and stuff like that. So it was a really lovely day spending it with my nan and pop, but also getting my goals done yeah. as well. It yeah. was, I did it in a very nice way. So I definitely have to do that again. Uh, my next one was to complete all my ab works, workouts or exercises. And I reckon I did about over 50%. So I still... Uh, move them a little bit around into this coming week but I reckon hopefully by the end of this week I will be back on track and on time with all my exercises yeah. that I have to do Perfect. because it always sucks playing catch up and my last one was focus on recovery so I actually got my massage gun in the mail and I got my uh, acupuncture mat or like shakti mat they're called uh, so I got that in the mail and I I also had a massage last week as well, which I was so sore from. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely did them when I when I could. Obviously, I got um, my two things in the mail just the other day, so I haven't got to use them a whole lot. Yep, I had them for long. Uh, but I think I went well with trying to focus on that recovery as aspect a lot better. Perfect. Yeah. What would you grade yourself? I'd have to give myself... I reckon an A for this week, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Easy. What about Good you? Job. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably give myself an A as well or a B plus just because the last one, like I said, I wanted to chat just a little bit more. But um, yeah, we'll go with B plus just yeah, to be cool. a little bit harder on myself. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> And what are your goals for this week? Uh, so my goals for this week are to... Basically, just overall slowing down. So, um, like, that's what these three relate to. So, the first one is to start journaling every day again because that's been lacking. It's probably honestly gone down to, like, once a week. Um, but that's purely just because of time. I need to start prioritising that a little bit more. Um, and read every day again. Not a whole chapter every day, every day this time. But maybe, yeah, like five to ten pages would be fine. Are you still on the same book? Yes, I am still on the same book, but nearly done. Maybe. So, yeah, I think maybe... I don't reckon I'd be able to get the full book done this week, like for the next week, but... Aim. May as well aim for it. Yeah. 
cool um and the next one was just to slow start slowing down and switching off before bed so um I will not go on my phone for maybe half hour before I go to sleep probably do those two other two goals like journaling and reading before bed as well just to kind of help me slow slow down and switch off a little bit more and probably shower as well I feel like shower showering before like right before I go to bed really helps me switch off yeah it's really relaxing (laughs) because you've been really full-on before bed you were saying yeah so I've been so full-on right up until I go to sleep and I literally just pass out straight away so I don't have trouble falling asleep but it's more so waking up feeling so exhausted and struggling to wake up so trying to slow down and switch off before bed I am hoping helps me wake up easier in the morning yeah and my goals are to focus on resting more so sort of implementing those same strategies as Beck like um, winding down and things like that but also really prioritizing when I go to bed and trying to make it a little bit more routine based rather than just saying oh I feel tired tonight at 12 and then the next night feel tired at nine o'clock so really just trying to get a little bit more routine with when I go to sleep and trying to wind down and get a really good sleep rather than just those light tossy turny ones that I've yep. been doing lately um so yeah trying to prioritize that I really want to reduce also reduce the time spent on my phone so I actually looked at the stats on my phone and I realized that I'm spending over six hours a day on my phone which I think is quite average for a lot of people um and I don't know that to me just seems really bad it is literally half your day for example if you say you've got 12 hours in a day it's literally half of it that you spend spending on your phone when you put it into that kind of perspective it's like whoa what else could I have got done yeah exactly so I really just want to reduce that time so even just by an hour so maybe not six but five hours I know it doesn't seem like a huge difference but over that whole week that's an extra seven hours that I'm going to have to do whatever that is whether that be sleep whether that be um gym recovery whatever yeah reading whatever um and then my last goal is I said to read read 100 pages of my book I don't even know if my my book has 100 pages left to go uh but same thing I want to try finish my book by the end of the week or next time we check in ideally anyway so yeah Yeah, so hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you next time. Bye.